0: Need an extra hand with dinner? Just ask your connected home device to fill your pasta pot and Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology will fill it with the perfect amount of water. Visit deltafaucet.com slash voice IQ to discover more. Between prepping ingredients, setting the table, and planning your tomorrow, sometimes you need an extra hand with dinner. Delta Faucet is here to help. Just ask your connected home device to fill your pasta pot with Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology and fill it with the perfect amount of water done. Visit DeltaFaucet.com slash VoiceIQ to see how VoiceIQ can fill your dog's bowl, wash your hands, and more.
1: Welcome to the Talking Single podcast, a podcast featuring four strong, single, and successful women, raised between Lagos and London, but now all living in London. Each week, we share our stories and experiences about being women, navigating life, love and everything in between. We address stereotypes, misconceptions and even burst some myths about singlehood, and we do all that with a good dose of humour and a whole lot of style. I'm Crystal, the recovering love addict, and I'll be this week's host. Joining me are our other talking single ladies, Keisha the cautiously uncoupled unromantic, wondering what the fuss is all about, Ribby, the cautious romantic, balancing life on her own terms, and Rashida, single, ready to mingle, her heart is newly reopened for love. Our podcast is called Talking Single, simply because it's what we do and who we are. Enjoy, Hello, and welcome to the Talking Single podcast, where we talk about life, love, and everything in between. I'm your host, Crystal. I'm a recovering love addict who used to chase emotionally unavailable men, but now I'm practicing self-love, gratitude, and mindfulness. Namaste, Namaste.
0: Crystal.
2: (laughs) With me today is my co-host, Keisha. That's me. Hey, And the uh, uncoupled romantic, if you remember from last season. (laughs) Uncoupled,
1: (laughs) (laughs) stone-cold, unromantic. (laughs) Don't get it twisted. Uh, Don't get it twisted, that's right, that's right. (laughs) Um, Ribby's not here with us today. She's currently on holiday. Lucky bugger. Mm. So today we'll be discussing toxic masculinity and we have special guest Tim Anthony Ford here with us Tim is our expert on masculinity Tim has a YouTube video where he talks about masculinity and toxic masculinity Which you can check out on YouTube It's called Reply to the Grapevine, Is There a War on Masculinity? Tim is also a poet and has recently released a spoken word album on Google called Anarchy. Welcome, Tim.
0: Hey, how you doing?
1: Welcome, Tim. Good, we're so glad to have you here.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: Um, So I asked Tim to describe his love persona and he sent me this. A reformed, is she the one sex addict who now tends to look inward for continual self-improvement and Tim is giggling yeah I'm like
0: is she the one what do you
1: mean is she the one Tim can you expand on your persona just a little bit
0: absolutely um I mean the the, is she the one sex addict I think it's that sort of thing of um looking you know when you meet someone and you're thinking oh my gosh is she the one Mm -hmm. like um, and because of certain, either certain ways that I grew up, or certain things that I was open to uh, as a, a you know young young boy kind of thing, growing up, you're meeting someone, you're just thinking she must be the one, and then you 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 have sex or you do whatever you do, and you're like, oh, she you're not. The one.
2: <laughs> oh wow, um, So you one of those that jumps right in there and then like, well,
0: you're about it later? <laughs> yeah, and then go oh. <laughs> You know, but I, you know, I mean, there's been situations where you wait three months, blah, blah. That's another podcast anyway. But Okay. You know,
1: okay. Okay. They, so we'll have to have you back.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. We've got to have Tim back. Um, so Tim, are you currently single?
0: I am single. Yes.
2: Dating or?
0: Dating. single? Dating, okay. So you're dating.
2: single and ready to mingle.
0: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> right.
1: We Hi. love it. Um That's good. Keisha and I are currently single. Keisha not even trying to look. Me, I'm like,
2: nah, I'm not sure. So that's where we're at. I <clears throat> know okay. so, okay. where Ruby stands on this though. <laughs> Ribi <Ruby> is different.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what way?
2: She, she she's um she's a romantic. She's our romantic one. So yeah, she's yeah. always
1: yeah. hopeful, always looking. Yeah, me
0: too. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm a romantic one. I'm always hopeful. i that's always you, oh, that's always, good. you
1: know, that's one good. day. Mm, yeah. That's good. I mean, I'm not unhopeful, <laughs> if that's a word, but I'm not going out of my way to look. I'm just like, can't be bothered. All right. So, um... Today's topic is toxic masculinity, and it came about a few months ago when I was chatting to Mr. Erotic Noir, because he posted um, something on his page which said, man up, probably one of the most dangerous toxic phases that can be said to a man. And he went on to explain why. And a black male follower commented and said, I disagree man up exists because manhood is about dependability and responsibility neither of these two function well out of emotional states and he went on to say that the black community does not need emotionally controlled men the last thing we need are less dis- less dependable and responsible men why do you think there's such a call to protect black women because there's been a lack of man up over these last few generations. The black society needs more manhood, not less. If that's toxic, I guess I'm toxic, was his reply. Um, so what do you think about that,
0: Tim? Um, I mean, like that particular um situation there, I think it's it's or that comment, in a sense, is, is loaded um, with so many different facts that might be missing that people sort of um, overlook. Um, and even uh, us as, as black men in this society, um, we're, we're put into a society where we are attacked by white supremacy mm-hmm. um, that has taken away our understanding of masculinity. I mean, I could go way back to, um, you know, to slavery. Um, way back to being, um, you know, where, where we were...
2: Colonised.
0: Colonised, thank you. So, it's it's something that is a bit difficult. I think it depends on where you, you are coming from or where you, you literally live. If you're from, if you're living on, a, on the African plains um, and you are actually for instance, let's say Kenyan, Nigerian, or whatever. Um, it's a different. It's a different stance. You have a different stance on what manning up is about. But we don't yeah.
2: use that expression back home. We don't use the words man up. Man up back
0: home. Yeah, because man is just man. Yeah, that's that what much. I'm saying. So I think, all over here. I think, I, I believe I need to go as far back as you haven't been able to look after their female. So,
2: well, let me sort of bring it back. Do you believe in the concept of man-up as a concept that, um, based on what this guy um, is saying, that um, it's, it's a toxic phrase that shouldn't be used? Or do you think the phrase man-up has a place?
0: Um, I think the, the comments it's a weird one because i kind of agree with both of them at the same time which is kind of weird you probably think because if you think about it uh, as boys growing up we're always told boys don't cry we're always told we can't do this and, you know we shouldn't do this we shouldn't do that Blah, blah. um and then when you are told to man up it's almost like it's toxic because um It's toxic because it, it, it goes back down to that whole boys don't cry, uh, you know, man up, be a man, do this, do that, do that. It's very, it's very, it's very dangerous in, in a weirdest, in a weirdest way, but at the same time, I think it totally depends on where you've come from, like what your background is like, what, what has happened to you as a, as a, as a boy turning into a, to a man. Because from the guy that sort of said, oh, you know what? Uh, everything that um, you know, this society—what what is wrong with this society—is the fact that no one is manning up. It's because a lot of the people that are not manning up might not be the the the, the men that have had both parents in their family and uh, hasn't don't have a, a a masculine or male figure in their family to look up to, who is doing the right things in terms of protecting the female, providing for the family, or working together as a family. It's it's a big it's a big it's a bit difficult, in a sense. And that's why I'm kind of sort of saying I agree with both, okay, but at different okay. times.
2: So if they don't have that male role model, do you think they automatically need to man up? Or do you still think that, um, in that specific case, the phrase is toxic?
0: Explain that. Say that again.
2: So y- you just mentioned that um, if, you have, if you don't come from a single-parent family, the phrase man up to you might have positive connotations because you do have an example of a male role model. If you do not have an example of a male role model, could it be that the phrase now becomes toxic to you because you don't have any exemplars or examples of what that should be? Okay, got it.
0: Absolutely, absolutely.
2: Okay,
0: cool. You literally don't, because if you think about it, who are you looking up, who are you manning up to? yeah if if you've got your mum in your house yeah you've got your mother in your house that's brought you up, when you're manning up you're looking at her in terms of manning up you might not be consciously doing that or you're subconsciously looking at her in terms of man up. and you're and and she will be telling you constructing to you what she believes a man should do or how a man should should be in a sense yeah, I got so it. It, I think it depends on who's, who's telling you to man up. To man up it, it, in a thing, it is toxic, as I said, I'm going to, you know, um, what I'm saying is probably contradicting itself, but it's a weird one. It is a weird one. Mm. I, I almost find it harder yeah. to even answer that. No, no, that. but
2: I, I do agree I guess, with you. Sorry. I
1: guess it's the context in which you tell someone to man up. So, hmm. for example... If someone is telling you, I'm gonna I'm sad, I'm upset, I've had a bad day, it's horrible, Mm. and you're like, Oh come on, dude, man up. And you're not letting them express themselves, then that is a problem, especially if there's if you're someone they look up to and they don't really have anyone to talk to about these things, then you're telling them to man up, then that I think is toxic. But I guess if someone isn't doing what they're supposed to do and you say that, or may, I don't know, but maybe it's just not something that should be said.
0: Yeah, I, I think I, I would have to, because obviously when I speak, I'm thinking, thoroughly, always thinking, yeah? I think if you have to say to a man, man up, there's a there's a problem there. you no, I don't think it should be said at all. Just read kind of like, thinking about what I just said Mm -hmm. I don't think it should be said at all because it's just like man up to what
1: exactly
0: if I'm having to man up I'm a human being um, who has emotions you're telling me to man up I'm going through whatever or I haven't been taught how to be a man how to be a man up so how is this helping how is this helping when you're telling me to man up yeah I I obviously, I clearly don't have any references to to manning up. Yeah. So it does become toxic and it does become exactly the same thing that you say to a a boy child, um, boys don't cry. Yeah. Yeah. You said
1: that. Exactly. So um, Erotic Noir and I were kind of talking about it and I mentioned um, John... Adeboyega and he gave a powerful message at the BLM rallies and he cried while delivering that message and for those who don't know, don't know where you've been, (laughs) a summary was that John Adeboyega called for black men to protect the black women in the community and said they are the heart of our community and he cried while delivering Mm. that message and for black women, it was the first time in a long time that a man who is in the public sphere had spoken, had said something positive. And so we all went, oh my God, that's so beautiful. And a lot of people thought that the tears made it more powerful, but there were some people that were saying, oh, he shouldn't have cried while I'm I'm
2: sort of, I don't like seeing black men cry on TV. I think we need to stop black men crying on TV. But you're no, right. I, I think um, maybe tears another time made
1: that message more potent. I, I like, love the message. You I love how it was heart. Yeah. The message in itself was powerful, but the tears made it more heartfelt. As far as I'm concerned, okay. but a lot oh, of people, they shouldn't have cried. Why was he crying?
0: I feel the tears, I feel the tears shows um, how broken we are as men in society, Um, how broken we are in in terms of um, us actually trying to, um, trying to communicate ourselves to women, to black women. Mm. Because at the same time, when we're talking about, you know, black men need to protect uh, black women, we also have got to actually look at where, I believe it's a, it's it's almost like a equilibrium, Um, um, you know, a figure eight infinity where we have to take care of of, of each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because there's certain aspects of us where we 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 need women to to take care of our vulnerability when we are vulnerable. Because at the same time, I think one 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 thing that we tend to forget is, is the fact that we actually need women to be to be strong in certain aspects where we might just be weak for that for that instance or even just a voice of reason. We need that. Mm -hmm. So I think, obviously, John, um, you know, speaking in in a public eye, uh, so passionately, and speaking, uh, you know, in terms of what a lot of, uh, you know, I guess, what we've never seen a black man, I guess, speak so vehemently about protecting our black women. Oh yeah, for sure. You see, see, see the, the thing is, there's different types of women that would appreciate something like that. And there's different types of women that would just say, I don't need you. I don't need your protection. I don't need this. I don't need that. There's different levels to what's actually going on in our society at this particular moment that we have got to pick out. Because just imagine how many how many women actually said, oh, my gosh, what you said, why are you crying? Da, 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 da. Yeah. Or how many well, women <laughs>
1: Actually, I read the comments, and it was more the men that were saying, "Oh, why is he right. crying?" Right. The women were like, "Oh I, my!" I mean, I, God. Think, I think
2: we should we should this, So, I think just so that we stay on topic, the no. idea of black men crying on screen. I think we should we should hold that for another day.
0: No, yeah, yeah, okay. because
2: that's no, thing. Black men related? crying is part of
1: being vulnerable and it's well, the oh, thing that, that they're told don't cry black yeah. men are told don't, don't men cry. not just black men don't, don't, cry. don't cry
2: why are you crying mm. and if he felt that he I, wanted I to so cry with that's 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 saying, thing, though. because men, black men in particular are told not to cry i i think men in general across all ethnicities yeah that's what i said black men are told not to cry and i and i I said men after okay. that. I said
1: okay. men in general and told not to cry. Like when you're a little boy, when you hurt yourself, you're told, come on, get up, don't cry, you'll be all right. Yeah. So, and holding your feelings in is what is affecting, is what is causing suicide, is what is causing all sorts of things. So if, if a man, not all men cry, if a man is emotional and he wants to cry, So be it. He shouldn't be judged either way for doing it. I think it was fine. He cried.
0: Fair enough. So I've got a few things. um, I guess in terms of um, where you should stop, like or where a a boy now becomes a man, and where um, how to sort of level out crying and blah blah. The blah. The, The balance. If you think about it, when a child is a child, a boy child, you are. I believe you. You should be able to cry. And show your emotions and show your feelings and blah, blah. Now, you learn a lot of these things necessarily, you know, from your mother, necessarily. You know what I mean? When you get to a certain age, when you now um, become a man, let's say, and if you're looking at um, the ancient Judaism sort of ideology of when you become a man, um, uh, a bar mitzvah or whatnot at 13, um, that's when your father, in a sense, takes over, in a sense of, how to now teach you, how to show you how to become a man or how to show you how to cry or how not to cry, blah, blah. Listen, my father, my stepfather, my first father that I knew, we cried. Whenever whenever I was in trouble and he beat me and I came back and, and apologized or, or whatever, and he uh, you know, explained to me why he beat me, we both cried. Do you understand what I'm saying? We both cried. I think... It's important to cry. It's important to cry, as Crystal was saying, in terms of, a, you know, you can end up being suicidal, or a lot of men that don't cry become suicide, suicidal. Yeah, but what about in
2: public spaces?
0: We're keeping. But you see, public spaces, I think public spaces is, is is important also to cry, because you know why? Because we're always seen by, by the rest of the world as these strong men, who do not cry, who are violent, who are, are going to kill us, who don't have any emotions, and I think him crying shows his humanistic way, his human, his human side shows shows us as human as human beings. Okay, I, I believe that. I take him. that on board.
2: I still don't like feeling yeah. it, but I take that on board.
1: Yeah, it's almost the same. And you and I were talking about this, Tim, when you're at funerals men men are, men often don't cry because they you know they're like, oh I'm in a public place there's so many people here I shouldn't cry and someone dies and you're hurting let it out but they don't cry but then the effects of that
2: is what we don't see because yeah, they're not letting a funeral, it out you're with your friends and family that's different but men,
0: some men don't cry
2: a lot some of men. men i think that's, not i think that's a big a generalization funeral, it's not a generalisation
1: because men are told to cry at funerals
0: they do cry not all do I think it depends it depends on the same ideology when we're going about say like do not cry if you believe in that and you're literally putting your your emotions aside and saying you know what I mean in funeral I've been told not to cry so I'm just going to hold fast and cry in public which is what you were saying
1: Um, okay Ribby, do you know what toxic masculinity is shock horror
2: Ribi is oh, not here, sorry. Oh, yeah, me, I mean, Keisha. Keisha, excuse you. Okay, she knows she's missed, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what do I think toxic masculinity is? So w- before we pick this topic, I, I, was, I didn't even consider it a term. I heard it bandied about social media, but I mean, now that we're talking about it, I think toxic masculinity has to do with a, 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 um, a man that is not encouraging or beneficial to the family unit. Um, That's how I feel it is. Um, So either you're hurting your family unit, um, and that is not necessarily within a relationship or within marriage, it includes your relationships with siblings or even with other people within society. I don't think toxic masculinity, masculinity is related to only relationships. I think it has to do with how that man is beneficial or supportive of the people within his sphere. Um, and that that's how I feel about it. I, okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. So for me, same as you, I'd heard the word toxic masculinity thrown around from time to time and i kind of had an idea of what it was like it was i thought it was men who had some sort of issue with relating not just to the people around them but to themselves but i wasn't really sure and i i didn't fully engage with it until i went to a live podcast recording hosted by, uh, a recording was by Professor Green in 2018, and it was sponsored by L'Oreal and a charity called CALM. And CALM is an acronym for Campaign Against Living Miserable. And CALM is leading a movement against suicide. And one of the things they said is every week, 125 people in the UK take their own lives. And 75% of all UK suicides are male. The biggest killer of men under the age of 45 is suicide. And this is because men are told to be strong, hold it in. And when I heard this, there was a lot, there were lots of discussions and, you know, a lot of engagement with the topic, but that really hit home, to me, because I didn't know that um, suicide was the biggest killer in the UK. Yeah. And I went home with a heavy heart. And yeah, and man up actually was mentioned a lot that men are told to man up. And so, yeah, that's how I first engaged with uh, toxic masculinity. So, Tim, what is toxic masculinity and how does it affect men? What do you think it is and how does it affect men?
0: You see, um, toxic masculinity, I, be- I believe, is um, where we, where a man tries to be he's compensating, in a sense, compensating from the lack of the masculinity or the, the, la- the lack of the masculine energy that he may have or may think he has um, toxic masculinity I believe come from uh can come from you know in my opinion can come from if you have been brought up by a single uh sing, you know single parent family like your mother and um, you, you have no reference we have no reference to what being a masculine uh, you know a, a male is a, 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 you know um, a masculine, you know, a masculine energy or a masculine male, if you understand, you have no reference to what that is. And you tend to overcompensate, I believe. Like now, what do we do? What do we reference to what being a male is? There's certain things, there's certain ideologies that's been kind of taken out of society that we're confused now in terms of what does a man do? Who do you reference to? This is if you have been... You're in a single parent family. So toxic masculinity, in a sense, if I'm describing this right, is more to do with you overcompensating the fact that you haven't been a man maybe all your life. You haven't been a real masculine man all your life, and now you're trying to overcompensate by thinking like, you know what, when your woman has done something, you want to slap her because, yes, that's what a man does. You know, it's almost like when someone challenges your... Your masculine energy, and you're having to overcompensate. Overcompensation.
1: So I looked at a definition from Wikipedia, and Wikipedia says toxic masculinity. Uh, traditional stereotypes of men as socially dominant along with related traits such as misogyny and homophobia can be dis- can be considered toxic due in part to their promotion of violence including sexual assault and domestic violence the socialization of boys in patriarchal societies often normalize violence such as in saying boys will be boys with regard to bullying and aggression self-reliance and emotional repression are colorated with increased psychological problems in men such as depression increased stress and substance abuse and that's the definition from wikipedia so tim what does healthy masculinity look like Compared to toxic
0: masculinity Healthy um, Healthy Healthy masculinity Just basically looks like um, You know, it's about talking It's about um, being able To express yourself um, With your other half With people around you um, With uh, an essence Of emotional intelligence uh, Within you I feel um, for you to be to be a healthy you know healthy male just it, it's just about respecting people around you um being a a stand up guy as it were and i don't know if that's toxic by saying that but just being emotionally aware emotionally present emotionally intelligent i believe that would cover everything basically
1: okay um in your youtube video you mentioned that there's attack there is an attack on masculinity, especially in the black community, can you explain that to us a little bit? And what do you think is the solution to this issue within the black community?
0: Um, obviously, I mean that video was 2018, um, but in terms of what what I believe, um, you know, that attack is, or what what that solution. Um, is or at least what the attack is on, on black men in, in society I think is um, <clears throat> if if you're basically tra- you're we're, we're, we're talking to black men and telling them that you know what you know you need to do this you need to do that but we're forgetting that a lot of black men especially in the society there's so many things that we have to um, carry on our backs in terms of racism in terms of all, all these other things um, so so I you know uh, um, a man from a different society won't have to go through what we're having to go through in terms of the attack on masculinity. Mm. Um, society in a sense has, um, especially when it comes to racism, because a lot of, I believe racism, uh, uh, um, it, it basically attacks our masculinity because in a sense, women are raised up and men are pushed down in this society. Uh, in society in a Western world. But obviously when we're in a place like Africa or a place like Nigeria or whatnot, it's not so. And my understanding is in some parts of Africa anyway, um, women are actually, you know, Africa to a certain extent is a, um, a, a matriarchal type society, in some parts of Africa. Um, so Sometimes. in some parts, in some parts, I think, I think it's It takes a lot to turn an idea into a business. Yahoo Small Business has everything you need to start and grow your business. Get online for free. Visit www.yahoosmallbusiness.com. Totally I think it totally depends on because if you think about it, it's our grandmothers. Our grandmothers are so strong in terms of um, when it comes to teaching a home or whatever. People always like, ah. Who was your grandmother? What was your grandmother like? We, we, we never hear about the grandfather. We never hear about what the grandfather can bring to, the, to, to society or whatnot. But um, in terms of the solution, I think the solution is, is for us as a family unit, men and women, to sit down and actually conversate. I feel like being emotionally aware and, and open to what your other half is saying is very important, and I think it's about not having these ideologies of this is what a man is meant to be, this is what what a woman is meant to be, but actually talking talking to each other because that man in front of you or that woman in front of you could have a different ideology to what he feels that he can bring to the family or what he feels can make up uh, um, into building a community, building a family. So I think it's it's about conversation. I so feel do you-
2: Sorry to interrupt. Do you believe that healthy masculinity has to do with better communication between the sexes?
0: It's something that starts from you being a child. So communication does have a lot to do with it. Um, And I think it's about listening and it's about... But it's to do with how was that boy child brought up to become a man that's standing in front of you, talking to you about relationship or talking to you about whatever.
2: Can I, can I? rephrase sure. the question slightly and just ask for you if we have to sum up healthy masculinity in let's say three phrases or three sentences just so they've got an idea of what you your male perspective thinks it should be um school us a little what should what in in three words or phrases what does healthy what is healthy masculinity
0: communication patience and understanding
2: Word man, I believe it. What about you,
1: Crystal? It's communication, being open, open with your feelings. And people say this a lot that communication is what makes relationships better. If you're angry, for example, and you're not telling me and you still got your normal face on, how do I know you're angry? If you're sad and you're upset and you're not communicating that to your partner or to anyone else how do you know so yeah healthy masculinity is communicating not bottling things up um thanks tim so moving on to toxic masculinity and feminism um keisha do you think vulnerability in a man is a sign of weakness and i know we've kind of touched on this uh, previously does a man showing physical emotion like crying or sharing his feelings turn you off
2: I think that men need to show vulnerability within their family and social unit I think whether you cry or not shouldn't really matter it's just really how you express yourself and how you communicate which is why I'm sort of very much with Tim when he says communication patience and understanding because to me that's what it's all about within within a family within a community you you need to be able to communicate emotion and it's just not always about crying you know this thing about crying i don't you can show emotion without tears
0: in public or in general
2: in general, but I don't like seeing black men crying in public. I've mentioned that before, but within your right. social setting or within your family unit, you know, if something really devastating happens, yes, cry. But don't, don't cry. You can show emotion in different ways. I mean, crying at a funeral, yes. Um, if somebody's died, yes. If you're feeling physical pain, yes. There are multitude of ways um, to show emotion and to Tisha? express that emotion <laughs> to other people. The question, question, question. is... Does it turn you <laughs> off? I don't like seeing it. it. doesn't. I don't like seeing it. Crying, I don't like seeing. You can share your emotion, fine. Um, frustration, sadness, whatever. Just crying. Mm-mm.
0: Let me ask you something. Don't like it. Do you, do you cry in front of your family members?
2: Not really, no.
0: Why is that, do you think?
2: We just weren't raised that way.
0: And who, um how were you raised, in a sense? When you say you weren't raised that way,
2: I in, mean, <laughs> you 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 can express your emotions without. I don't think I've ever. I've seen my mom cry and my dad cry, um, but in very exceptional circumstances, which is why I say okay. in exceptional circumstances. Probably seen my dad cry once, my mom what was it, it a few what more was
0: times. It, Your dad cried.
2: I think. I think there was death in the family or something. I was quite young then, but I just knew something really bad had happened. I actually just stumbled into him crying purely by accident. So it wasn't something that he intended me to see.
0: So I wonder if your father cried more often than you saw.
2: As long as I didn't see it.
0: No, but this is my point. And I think <laughs> when, when we don't see that, that is now going to grow. So that's going to basically put you in a situation where when you, when you're, when you're, when you have your son, you're going to actually say to your son, don't cry.
2: Why would I say that? As you yourself have said, when a man gets to a certain age, they need male role models. a, A boy can see me as a woman cry as many times as he likes, but he needs to have a masculine figure and whether he sees them crying or not, he needs to be able to respect them enough and trust them enough to know that those tears do not mean defeat. And so when I saw my dad crying, it was not the end of the world for me. I genuinely knew that something, some real bad shit had happened. That, and that was purely by accident, and that's the only time I ever saw it. And I like it that way, because... Um,
0: see, see, that's, see that's, I think that's where the, the problem is when we are talking about demand um, of male suicides that we have in this country or in the world um is because of an understanding of that because you have to understand why a man would cry in certain instances because if you're in a situation where your man is crying because he's just like you know what I don't know how to handle this situation but he's not crying like well. Is that out of frustration then Almost like out of frustration because it's almost like I've seen I've seen tears out of out of anger but I feel
1: like men should not be afraid to be vulnerable. And vulnerability doesn't always mean tears. Yeah, saying vulnerability is opening up. Absolutely. You know? So, and, you know, people express emotions differently. And some people are not criers in general. And some of us just cry over... So many things. I I guess it's just a personal thing. But what I'm trying to say here is that men should not be afraid to be vulnerable.
2: People
0: they're close to, their
1: family, their wives, their girlfriends.
0: So what would you think about that, Keisha, in terms of vulnerability then? Can a man be vulnerable in front of you? Absolutely. What does vulnerability mean for you?
2: Absolutely. Vulnerability means expressing your emotion, communicating, and then, you know, of being able to express yourself. That's mm. why I'm like, I'm more of a what are you doing about it kind of person rather than mm. you know, communication is everything.
0: Mm, absolutely. For instance, I think I, I told you the story about um the couple of times in my, my stepdad actually cried. He cried because of the fact that say he hurt me. He beat me. He cried. Mm. Now I I was crying and he was crying. And I think in small doses away from the public eye i think we're meant to just keep this this strength of we are strong we are this we're that in public what you're saying is i mean in private what you're saying is you can cry in your own spots or whatever Or, or let me rephrase this what would you say to the people that say that when men cry often even if in private or whatever that it helps them release the tension of sweet suicide, as they call it. Hey, what do you say to that,
2: I have never heard that, and I just don't see why one thing has anything to do with the other. Really, it's a release of emotion. The tears are sometimes mm, 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 a sign mm, mm, of, I do not of think of you of can use them. tears to cry away suicide. Where I have never no, no. heard this before. No, so,
0: so, basically, Mm-mm. um, and I think this is where I think we will struggle. Um, if we're not, I guess, open to certain ideologies of, of what people, I guess, are saying. They actually say that the, the whole man up society of like, man up, man, da 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 Guys have been always like, yeah, let me be stronger, let me be this, let me be that. Just you being vulnerable doesn't necessarily mean that you have adverted uh, depression or that you've averted certain other things. When men have, if I'm going through something and I'm in my room and I'm writing or whatever, Society, society's kind of thing of like, why are people so hateful to each other? Why are this? Blah, blah, blah. I might actually be emotional and cry. Two seconds. I'm saying like it just comes. Now that release makes me feel so much better. Do you understand?
2: You're crying in private. You're dealing yeah. with your emotions. You're processing yeah. your emotions. You actually, as a man, as a person, processing and dealing with your emotions.
0: Yeah. See, that's that's what I'm trying to say. Like this is what I'm trying to say. Like I'm I'm trying to basically figure out. It's about a human being and human being. It, uh, have emotions and if you're not allowed to basically be vulner- vulnerable in front of your partner yeah that that has your heart, where else can you be vulnerable
2: Let me just translate that if I okay. cannot cry in front of my wife or my partner who should I cry in front of if cannot show vulnerability to my wife who mm. can I show vulnerability to um, and and I, and I totally get that the initial question of, was will I be turned off if I mm.
0: see Crying. someone
2: my partner cry. For me, it has to be...
0: Just someone dying.
2: <laughs> no, not someone dying. <laughs> they have to... I think for that to happen, communication has broken down somewhere. Like, okay, if something sorry, bad no. hasn't really happened to make you cry, I, I don't no.
0: I think you're missing the, the whole concept of... Okay, when, I'm, when someone but is... But when I, I say, say
2: showing vulnerability...
0: Vulnerability with tears, I'm Yeah. Sorry. Someone is talking, yeah. and then they're talking about how deep when I have to go to work and these people just treat me like and then Shit. the tears are just dropping and they are just like, you know what? Uh, I don't know. I think, do you know what <laughs> it's it's know. Like warrior, it's a warrior. You're crying now. You're going to work. Go to work now. <laughs> That's my point. Yes. This is, this is one of the problems that we have. This is my point. Because you see what it is was as Africans to a certain extent. If we can't, because obviously we're we're talking at this uh, talking about this openly, but mm-hmm. within every person, within their um, relationships, yeah, there there situations where the the wife won't tell you that. Oh yeah, you know my husband was crying, and i was just you know I was hugging him or whatever. Yeah. Or you. But in public, we don't talk about these things, and I feel like that is where the problem is because I think if we don't put it out there that is something that is acceptable to do within your partner to, to just have, not, 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 not like, okay, um, excuse me, or um, if you're going to cry, please sign here because I'm not dating. <laughs> like, there has to be an opening thing where it's a case of, I know I can be vulnerable in front of you and I won't be judged because I've been vulnerable because you see me being strong. You see me carry mountains of emotions on my back. You see me carry my, 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 my parents, my parents' burdens. You see me do so many things. Now, this very particular moment, I'm emotional and I'm going to cry. Not that I'm going to cry. It just comes out where I just break down because there's no such thing as like, oh, all the communication is gone and blah, blah. No, you've broken down because it's a release. T is a release, you have these tear dots. Okay, okay, fair enough.
2: I, I hear you. Well, I you don't necessarily agree, agree but I hear, I hear, I hear you. I totally I get no, I totally get you. I totally get you. Wow.
0: That's what I wanted you okay. to you to you to hear me. I, I, I hear say, you. you. don't have to agree at all. I think um <laughs> you have to the clause of your contract. Of like, do you cry? Okay, no, <laughs> because. You might find, sometimes what it is, yeah, when it comes to masculine and feminine energy, there has to be a balance. Someone would have been probably with their mom more than with their dad. Like me, I was more with my mom, So maybe that's where...
2: This male role model thing, I think we all agree that our Black men need re- male role models. There but are a lot of female role
0: models out there. Yeah. Within the now, family home and like, within the community. We have to start that from now. Yeah. This is what I said in that, in that video when I told yeah. you about, you know what? If you're a single mother bringing up your child, you need to have a book on how to bring up a child as a single mother.
2: That's it. Yeah? There's
0: certain things that you need to in- introduce to your child as a single mother, your boy child as a single yeah. mother. And the funny thing is the, the, the um, omission of a father in a, in a girl's life, is also detrimental to the way that they treat men yep. when they go out. You know, so it, it seems like the equilibrium of a father and a mother is so important. Yeah. It's so important. So I I'm, to I'm so totally believe vulnerability, that. Vulnerability. Vulnerability. Um, vulnerability. to cry in front of your partner, I feel, is important. <laughs> but when you go out, it's almost like Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, they probably did the crying close behind closed doors and they're wives, and this is what we're forgetting. And this is where, where I try to say to a, a, a lot of men, and a lot of women, is that, uh, women, especially uh, when I say about, women are the neck. If you're going to be the neck, yeah, to your, fa- to your, to your uh, husband that is the head of the household, yeah, you have to support him on every single level. So when you're saying like, when, you go, <laughs> touching the neck. when you're going, she's touching her neck. When you're going out there, you know I've got you. You know this. I've got the family down. I've got this. Da, 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 da. You go and do what you need to do. We need to hear those kind of words of encouragement when we go out there. Yeah. Who is encouraging the helps, women? But this is where the man is also encouraging the woman. You've got to understand, as I said, it's a big hole. Equilibrium of cycle of life all right, all right. because if I if I support if, if my if my woman is supporting me, I'm supporting my 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 uh, woman My my uh, as a man if I'm supporting my woman, my woman is supporting me mm-hmm. But it's, sometimes there's a breakdown where sometimes some women tend not to support us And take care of our vulnerable states that we're not able to even support them because we can't be vulnerable and open up and give them our all because you can't just take a man from. I just want you to be strong and just strong alone. Because listen, we open up when it when we're in front of the right person, so that we can rebuild our strength and be strong when we go out there and. Face I think the world. I think
2: how upbringing and culture just feeds a lot into this, though. Upbringing Absolutely. and culture feeds a lot into this.
0: Well, no, it does. Yeah. But then, but then, our sometimes our cultures. Uh, uh, what's it called? Are our, our cultures? Um, what's it called? More. Uh, uh, um, bringing towards the, the, the whole essence of toxic masculinity. The man goes out there and does this, uh, you know, go, go and do that and blah, blah, blah. I've seen, I've seen my grandmothers go out there, go and chop down a tree. Do you understand what I'm saying? The mentality is African man, go out there and do this. But we're forgetting like there's people like Nzinga, Queen Nzinga, who actually had, she was like the, the man, the, the queen who had her, her men. Yeah. And she she was chopping down men differently, yeah? Like, I think you guys need to just uh, research what I'm saying about, like, you know I mean? uh, um, Parts of Africa that has got a very big matriarchal society, yeah? Um, And even religion. Excuse me, we know that um,
2: there are patriarchies, not even in Africa, even in the different countries. Nigeria has both matriarchies and patriarchies. East Africa, there are matriarchies. Yes? We you are. Said, what, what are you talking
0: about? More. We had. Um. Um. More
2: we queens or more now. Did, you say?
0: Pardon? Hmm? did you say more matriarchy or more patriarchy? We, I said more
2: we
0: had patriar- both. Yeah. No, I said we had both. But what? Um. But um. You know, Crystal was saying that we have. She was saying one thing. She was saying. More we
2: patriarchy. have
0: more patriarchy. Our our society's thoughts is more patriarchal. But then, very true but then when you look at the the remnants of uh, i think we're going off topic anyway no we are but this is still part of it i don't think we can even go um, off topic with something like this because it's it's a it's a little spider web that that goes into different directions and connects it it's all about psychology it's all about where we are coming from and where we're going and if we look at it when we look at africa we go look at when we talk about our stories about our family, who do we hear those stories about? We don't hear our uh, grandfather said this, 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 this. We always hear our grandmother said No, this. in my
2: own family,
0: uh, uh, we hear both, of I a both very strong grandfather, and yeah. heard
2: a very strong grandmother. Genuinely, in my
1: own family, was more the women, but I never knew the men, they died way before. Really?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mama- my grandmother, my grandmother died when my mom was born. Yeah. My grandfather, don't get me wrong, yeah. MSO, yeah, Moses, Moses, uh Ogunake, I almost forgot my own grandfather's name. Moses Ogunaike. Yeah. Very, very strong man, very, very, you know, obviously patriarch of the family and blah blah. But there's just so many it's on different sides. But I think when it trickled down to me, it's just the matriarchy that came that came about. Because the first, the first person that you, are, you fall in love with as a child yeah, is the opposite sex. As a, as, a, as, a, uh, as a boy growing up, the first person that you say, they say you love is your mother. Yeah, as the opposite sex. And then you know how to love your wife when you grow up. Now, this is all part of that whole essence of toxic masculinity. If you don't get the balance right on both sides, you could be off as a human being. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay, well, we're almost out of time and I have one question left, which I think is important. But what can we do to ensure that we raise and nurture our male children so they are masculine but not toxic and strong but not
0: aggressive? I think it's the idea of having that equal that equilibrium and balance in your household. Even if you are a single parent family, you're just raising your or mother raising your son. I think it's important to to go to uh, societies like you know Boy Scouts or football or uh, manhood academy and stuff like that. You need those kind of uh, institutions in your in your in your boy child's life so that he understands because you're teaching him how to treat uh, um, you know how a woman can treat him and vice versa and how he must treat a woman. And there, if you're a single mother, obviously we're not promoting single parent families, but when you go out there, you also have, uh, um, you know, those strong role uh, male role models who are teaching your child certain things. It's about discipline. It's about so many different things.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Um, so we've come to the end of the topic. Um, I have a quote uh, by Jonathan Markintouch, who is an American writer, and it says, toxic masculinity is not something that
0: men are, but rather it's something that some men do. And I believe that it's something that um, men become. I believe mm. it's what they become because it depends on your roots. Whatever your root is, is who you become. If you were uh, uh, quote unquote, and it's a nice guy. If you're a nice guy, which has been who has been walked on all your life, and blah blah blah, or as a child, because maybe you didn't have the right uh, uh, male role models in your life, you get to a point in your life where you're just like, you know what? I'm attacking. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. So, I think it's something that we, um, uh, uh, some men, become and not what you do. I believe you become. Okay. A cool. Be.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Tim and Keisha, for your contribution. Um, very heated conversation. <laughs> <We're the heater.
2: laughs> <laughs> Keisha, Stone <so> Cold. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't ask Crystal that question, by the way. So. Mm, anyway. what question? The one about whether she thinks it's a turn-off. <laughs> it isn't <laughs> a turnoff. Oh, okay. You don't think it is. All right.
1: Depends on what why you're crying. If you're crying to manipulate me, obviously that's a turn-off. But if you're crying because you're being vulnerable, and I think I would know the difference, okay. Then I'll be open. I would appreciate that you mm-hmm. chose to be vulnerable with me. Women are one of the victims of toxic masculinity and one of the most dangerous effects is violence. Others are emotional abuse and neglect. We also know that um, men can also be victims of toxic women and violence and emotional abuse, but we're mainly talking about how toxic masculinity affects women. So, Tim, what do you think about Toxic masculinity and violence towards women.
0: It, it's it's basically, in a sense, weak men. Weak men who are unable to show their emotions or communicate. Who feel like the only way to um, gain or gain respect is by because your woman is obviously stronger than you. If you feel like you have to beat her, mm. like it, it's it's that that must be the problem because you must yeah. be. A very weak man, if you feel like mm. you have to beat your woman, that like you have to you have to lay your hand on a woman. And it's, it's weakness. It's a weakness.
2: I, I think it's also about men not being trained to manage or handle extreme emotion, so they want mm-hmm. to take it out on someone else. So it's yeah. not even just the physical violence. It's the emotional abuse and neglect. You can emotionally abuse somebody in a way so that you get back to them for some, you know, minor transgressions that you think they've inflicted towards you or you can just choose to neglect them because you know it will hurt them Mm -hmm. um and and neglect includes just going out chasing other women not being at home not being at home to provide support it's all part of the effects of toxic masculinity yeah Mm. yeah
1: you're right you're totally right keisha i I think so too i don't even
0: know if um toxic masculinity goes under men going out there chasing other women um is that what you're saying
2: i'm i'm putting that under neglect because you're not oh. at home and you're not making yourself available
0: <clears throat> yeah what emotionally available as well. emotionally available yeah. you're just not I'm, at home I'm, yeah i thought you were saying like you know toxic masculinity goes underneath or um, adultery? adultery goes underneath no it have to be i food. was
2: fighting that as an example of neglect not being around okay okay, okay. <laughs> okay. tim I have a rapid-fire
1: question for you. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What advice would you give your younger self about navigating life?
0: Because mm. I can't... You see, like my belief system is almost like... My thing is almost like this. It's like everything that happens to everybody happens for a particular reason. So for me to sort of say, what advice would I give my older, younger self about, you know, what I know now it's almost like saying that I've gone, I've made a mistake somehow, and I need to give them advice. I'll probably say, do more mathematics And you being a creative guy. When I lived in Nigeria for eight years, I was on trigonometry at the age of 10. Mm. My, my brother at the 19 over here didn't know anything about trigonometry, or he just started trigonometry at college. So I would have said, gone, go towards you doing um, your, um, your mathematics, because I would have done I would have done a different role in life but i feel like the world still needs a creative like me in the world so
1: thank you tim it's your turn ask us questions of a
0: question
2: what, what, what? no 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 it's your turn you ask us a rapid fire one question that both um, <laughs> crystal and i will answer for you <laughs>
0: if you um, so basically both um, for both of you you just got married the guy does everything that you want. He he is everything that you... He is in in a man. Everything he is in a father. Everything. But then one day, he breaks down and starts crying. What would you do?
2: (laughs) What's he crying about?
0: (laughs) Oh, what's he crying about? Okay. So, it's not that someone has died. Okay. He he, he obviously didn't cry when you're walking down the aisle. Okay. So, what's he crying for? But basically, the crying Mm -hmm. was because... He feels that he's failed you as a as a as a, a husband, yeah, because he um, he wanted to make ten million that year and he mm-hmm. only made nine point something 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 million, and, and that's
2: why he's crying. He never starts. I'm, just, yeah, I'm,
0: just, <laughs> so I'm basically saying whatever he's crying for. Is basically it's an emotional thing. Like, okay. he, he's,
2: no, no, no. You, no, no. It's my it's my question to answer. Stopping. Let us answer the question. He's crying because he wanted to make nine, eight, ten oh, million. Yeah, I'm,
0: just, and that's he, just <laughs> I'm saying like you know he's he's, he's just, crying
2: because he didn't meet his targets and he feels he has failed me, his wife. Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. Who would you do? So he's crying because he felt. So I would appreciate the fact that he cares enough about me to think he has failed me but then I'll ask him that if if I have not complained, I do not understand why it is you are crying. So if <laughs> if you need space, I can give you space so that you can stop your crying away. when you are <laughs> please
1: I don't understand why he's crying. No, no. Thank you. No. Like whatever
0: this in emotional thing whatever obviously i was just making up making it up because i was trying to catch keisha with a
1: for me as i said before i i appreciate a man being vulnerable like i would say i if a man was crying for whatever reason, and he came to me and spoke to me. I'll tell him I appreciate you being vulnerable with me, and how can I help you? However, I refuse to be manipulated with tears. I just don't because some men
0: do that. Oh, has that happened to you before? That was going to be my It
1: hasn't happened to me before, but it has happened to someone very close to me. What did you where this, this guy? You know, he would do something horrible, and whenever. They were like, dude. He would start crying. So Perfect. men can use tears to manipulate yeah, that, women.
0: That that part there, yeah.
1: that's a learned behavior. Yeah.
2: Which still goes back yeah. to having good male role models.
1: It's important. Um, thanks everyone for listening today. Hope you enjoy today's episode. Um, join the conversation by commenting on Instagram at Single Talks Podcast or Facebook at Talking Single. And if you're an Apple listener and you love the podcast, please give us a review. Also, check out Tim's spoken word piece called Anarchy. And Tim, hope you've enjoyed being on our
0: podcast and hope you come back. Absolutely. Also, check out my new T-shirt line, atoproductions.com um it has all your t-shirts and your brands and stuff like that and everything i do is on there yeah my youtube channel was just under tim ford you can be you can google it cool thank you very much
1: bye everyone Bye. bye thanks for listening to the talking single podcast we hope you enjoyed this week's episode continue the conversation be sure to follow us on instagram with the handle at single Talks podcast you can also follow us on facebook and twitter with the handle talking single we are downloadable on apple Podcasts, google play spotify and other podcast platforms don't forget to subscribe leave us a great review and of course share with your family and friends would love to hear from you, so leave us your comments or questions. And do remember to tag us on any post with hashtag Single Talks. Take care and see you next week. Same time, same place. Bye.
0: Whether you host a nightly dinner party for two or five, keeping your eating and dining area clean helps keep your mind on the dinner party and not on the cleanup afterwards. Viva paper towels clean like cloth, trapping splatters and sauces that could become countertop stains or stuck on messes. And they're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. For an exceptional cloth-like paper towel, there's Viva. Visit vivatowels.com to soak up the clean feeling of home.